Hello, everyone, and welcome to Third Eye with Lorelai. I'm your host, Lorelai, where we talk all things metaphysics. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the next episode of Third Eye with Lorelai. I'm so excited that you guys have tuned back in to listen to Michelle. I have a lot of things that are coming up this week, actually, in the next 24 hours, really. So tomorrow is the new season of the year. And if you follow the Celtic Wheel of the Year, it's the season of Imbolc, which marks the emergence of spring. So we went from the winter solstice and now it's just beginning into the very earliest stages of spring. It's not quite spring yet, but it's the midpoint between winter and the spring equinox. And so tomorrow, that is the start. Um, So before I dive into all of that, because I have so much to talk about with that, I will go over one of the crystals of the week. So um, I wanted to go over some protection stones. Now, Pretty much any black stone that you find is going to be protective. So if you find um, onyx or um, black tourmaline or black obsidian, any of those, those are going to be very grounding and very protective stones. So the particular black stone that I want to go over is black obsidian. And that is actually a stone that is created from molten lava and then it cools into a type of volcanic glass and it has very shiny surfaces. And I think that's why you get that kind of glassy effect on black obsidian. And what black obsidian does is it shields you against negative energies. It also can repel a lot of different negative energies, but most of the time it's, it's just shielding and it helps you stay real grounded like most black stones do it also it can help you with some sort of metaphysical properties like helping you tap into more of your psychic energies and that sort of thing but it's also it's mostly just for protection so i usually have something of that nature on like as like an anklet or you can have one that close to your bedside so that way you know it wards off any negative energy when you're trying to sleep sometimes it's really good to have in your car too gosh I find I can't tell you how many times I've had you know issues when I'm driving and I've you know gotten mad about other drivers cutting me off or you know traffic and I feel like it helps me kind of get over it a little bit faster um it makes me feel a little bit more easy when I'm driving I think that it's just a great stone to have around. And in reading, I actually picked up a couple of really interesting facts about black obsidian, apart from my own bit of knowledge. And I got these from a site called healingcrystalsforyou.com. And they say there's a number of uses for black obsidian. And there are a couple of points here. It says the vibration of the stone may aid you to contact your spirit guide as they have a powerful action to aid spiritual communication. They're excellent grounding stones and their energy works by helping you to move any excess energy down and back into the earth. 
their resonance within the base or root chakra is very strong and they have a powerful vibration that aids you to ground yourself. For many centuries, they have been used successfully by crystal gazers and shamans to make contact with the spirit world. The stone is excellent when used to cut ties or to break negative attachments to people with whom you have been close. Pieces of these stones that had a shiny surface were used in the past as a tool for scrying. So that is black obsidian, and if you find yourself in need of a little bit of extra protection against some negativity that may be surrounding you, you might want to pick up some black obsidian. You can pick it up at any crystal shop that may be in your local area. I'm sure that they would have some black obsidian on hand. So now I'm going to move on to the quote of the week. And I actually have two this week, believe it or not. So the first one, as I was saying in my last episode, I've been reading Miracles Happen by Brian Weiss. This is a quote by a woman named Bethany. And she said, when we are open, there is always a way for the universe to show its truth. And that was from Bethany from Miracles Happen by Brian Weiss. And my second quote is from the late and the very great Carl Sagan. And he said, we are a way for the cosmos to know itself. And so now I want to talk about what I've been going through the past week or so. Actually, really, it's been since the start of the winter solstice. And the wheel of the year, as I mentioned in the beginning, is a, an amazing tool that was created for us to follow the changes of the earth. And this particular season that we're moving into is the very, very beginning of spring. And it starts on the night of February 1st and into February 2nd. And so Yule, which is the winter solstice, that's before in bulk, starts December 20th to the 23rd. And then now we're moving into in bulk. And in bulk is the slow introduction of spring. Earth is officially stirring from hibernation and dreaming of the changes to come to now beginning to awaken and begin to bring these dreams to fruition. And for for empaths or light workers we feel very deeply with these powerful shifts in the seasons which is why i enjoy celebrating the new seasons and choosing to move with the earth as opposed to upon the earth i feel like it's very meaningful for me especially now that i've made this connection with this wheel of the year because for the longest time, I kind of felt like, oh, I would just, you know, celebrate the holidays and just do my thing. But I felt like now that I've found this wheel of the year and and seeing how the shifts of the earth changes gradually, I feel a lot more of that connection and I can sort of feel how things are moving with the earth as opposed to just doing what I'm doing on the earth. And during Yule, we tend to introspect or look very deeply within ourselves and in essence hide away and hibernate. As we sleep and dream, our souls and higher self can identify what work needs to be done and changes that need to occur in order for us to grow and ascend. To introspect can be really challenging for those of us, like myself, that tend to be a little bit more extroverted. So looking within can feel very lonely and isolating. 
uh, whereas our introverted counterparts feel this time is very comfortable and invigorating even for they find peace and a recharge when they have that time on their own and being able to go within themselves and really work on what's going on inside and finding their truth within. Also, so during in bulk, the very first signs of spring and awakening are starting to occur. And for us, it is also a time of awakening, in essence, to begin, to start to prepare for the work ahead, to make room in our hearts and body for a change. And sometimes that can look like small changes, like making room by taking five minutes to meditate once a day, or something much larger by changing a career path or relationship. For me, I need to start everything by physically changing things in my own environment to help me sort of begin this process, to help my spirit begin its work. And by getting rid of unnecessary clutter in my living space and getting rid of things I don't use or that doesn't serve me anymore or my purpose, and it it can be really challenging because I can't tell you how many times I've gone through my closet or gone through toys of my children's and found no, they haven't played with any of these things, or I never, I haven't worn this piece of clothing for a year, or, you know, just finding different things around your home that you haven't used and being able to let it go. It can be really challenging for some of us. And for some people, it is totally easy. But for me, and speaking for myself, it can be a real challenge. Um, the process can sometimes be painful to let go of some of the old things. And I wanted to share with you guys a meditation that I had. So I, I'm i a very visual person and I like to write everything down. And while I was meditating um, a few weeks ago, I had this really beautiful meditation and it was actually on the day of winter solstice, which I thought was tremendously meaningful. So if you wish, you can utilize this visualization meditation and see if perhaps it can spark within you the change that's necessary, especially for you and your purpose. So I'll begin. And if you want to just listen and close your eyes or just pay attention to the words, whatever suits you is best. First, take a deep breath in and now a deep breath out again a nice long inhale in and a nice long exhale out first imagine a seed planted deep in the damp dark ground from that seed a sprout bursts forth. It creeps through the dark and pathless soil for what seems like ages until it finally reaches the surface where it is greeted and bathed in warm and invigorating sunlight. The sprout grows long and reaches towards the bluest of skies swiped with white paint stroke clouds. Your stem is a deep green 
and leaves form. A small bud begins to form as the clouds grow heavier and more dark. Soon, the sun is blanketed by these ominous clouds, and the warmth of the sun is replaced by a chilling wind. You begin to sway as the wind moves you from side to side, challenging your growing stem. A light rain begins to fall, kissing the tops of your leaves. The wind blows harder, but the roots you have formed beneath the soil's surface have grown in abundance and deep beneath you. The raindrops grow large and now fall heavy upon you. The wind and rain may take one or even two of your leaves, and maybe you lose your newly formed bud. But just as those things are lost, the wind and rain begin to ease. The clouds begin to dissipate. Beams of sunlight pierce through and cast bright spots of light on the wet earth. When the golden warmth reaches your battered stem, you notice new leaves springing forth. A new flower bud emerges, this one larger and more full. As the sun takes over the clouded sky, your bud begins to open. A beautiful array of every color emerges from your bud, boasting in fragrant beauty and light. For even in times where you feel like part of you is lost, remember that your roots run deep. The parts of you that seem lost may have been changed to something stronger and more beautiful than it once was. For all of us must transform and change. Our leaves and buds will never look the same as our first growth but the roots, our memories, remain. Do not dwell in the memory of what you once had, but rejoice in the growth and beauty and wisdom that is present. You are never lost nor forgotten, but simply transformed in the storm. You will transcend amidst the turbulence and be new. It is good and wonderful. Do not be afraid of these things for they are the tides of change that make us glorious and wise. Celebrate this time, for you are new and will never be the same. Okay, so now the next thing that I want to touch on is the things that I have been going through, which my guides have been really putting in my face the last couple of weeks, is create and practice balance. And to begin this for me, I'm choosing to find balance in how I exercise, which is, it seems kind of silly, but at the same time, it's sometimes the things that you need to do, they have to be balanced in order for you to start emerging into this this where you need to be um usually i am an all all or nothing type of person i feel as if i dive in head first and then tire out after a while 
And I'm finding a way to pace myself and do things that are sustainable. For me, this is running and yoga and practicing impact and flexibility. In this, my body is finding a balance and I don't physically feel like I'm going too hard or not enough. I'm finding a balance in how I eat and work by taking time to do what I enjoy in addition to my career. In this work, I feel my guides drawing nearer and my soul is growing more brighter because I'm creating a balance within myself. The black and white and the technicolor um, just melding all together instead of one or the other. I know you may have a very different change process and your goals and desires for you and your life's work are unique to you as they are to me. The main thing is to recognize what is needed and necessary for you. And as you find these changes and as you begin, do not be discouraged by mistakes or mishaps or shortcomings. They aren't failures. I know I I can't tell you how many times I've come across people that say, I failed, I failed this. And Really, it was just a choice to do something different. And that's not a failure. That's never a failure. It's a choice. And choices are wonderful. The fact that you actually have that is wonderful. And just because you may slip along the way or you may make a mistake, that doesn't necessarily mean that you failed. All of those things are all a part of the process of learning and growing. Because every mistake is a rung in the ladder that leads you to your success, to your higher calling or your truth. There's a peace in those missteps. And when I say peace, I mean a peacefulness within you. Know that you're not alone in your process. You may be working too and your unique needs are yours alone. But the road that leads you to where you need to go is paved with wisdom. There's peace and grace in that journey you are taking. And I know that I'm ready for a change that is coming. And I I really hope that you are all too, because this season is about change, about new growth, about beginning the next step in your journey. And it can be so wonderful if you reach within and understand what it is, what you need for yourself above all paying very close attention to your dreams and what they actually mean because in that winter time where we have all been inside ourselves and seeking what things need to change now that things are starting to wake up now that we are starting to begin a new form of ourselves we can reach in and understand what it is that we're genuinely needing what our soul is telling us that we need most of all And it takes strength and courage that each one of us absolutely has. And if you can own that truth within you to move forward and to start springing forth from the snow and emerge in sunlight and see that it's a new day and we can begin this work and start to really change and make some really good positive progress for ourselves. So I hope that you all find the time to find your own balance or whatever it is that you need to do to work on to make your life more meaningful for yourself and take the time to meditate. You know, if you enjoyed that uh, visualization, 
I'll put it up on my Facebook page for Third Eye with Lorelei. And you can use that. Use it to really start digging deep and finding those truths for yourself and starting your work. And I know I'm really excited to have spring starting to come forward and things are starting to stretch out and wake up a little bit more because I'm done hibernating. (laughs) I'm ready to have a little bit of sunshine. So I hope that you guys are all ready for this new season. And I hope that you guys have a wonderful week. And I look forward to telling you guys all about some new stuff that I'm digging up for the next show. And I hope that you have a fantastic week and work week and love and light to you all. And I hope to see you on the next episode. If you find yourself interested in receiving an intuitive tarot reading, contact me at 3rdeyelorelei at gmail.com or you can message me on my Instagram at 3rd.eye.with.lorelei or on Facebook at Third Eye with Lorelei Podcast to set up a reading. I can do Zoom or we can meet in person as long as we are wearing those face masks and practicing social distancing just to be safe. As always, love and light to you all, and I look forward to reading you soon.